Well, our moms think we're funny. Hey, man, do your thing. <laughs> hey, everyone, I'm a Comey. Hey, everybody, my name is Turk Way, too. And welcome to Our Moms Think We're Funny. Bump, 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 tailspin. <laughs> we've, we've been on a bit of a 90s kick this weekend, haven't we? Yeah, we have, man. <laughs> Sorry, you said that, and the first thing that popped in my mind was Model by Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we watched Model by Day based off of the hit comic book Model by Day, which everybody's heard of. Um, <laughs> we, we watched some Savage Dragon, which is undoubtedly the lowest possible point of Jim Cummings' career. Uh, and we also, uh, we just watched uh, one episode of the Ultra Force cartoon <laughs> from the 90s. Uh, which was better than Savage Dragon, but when the bar's that low, that's not an accomplishment. Yeah, it is, but it can't beat Wildcats. <laughs> I like Wildcats, yeah. <laughs> but I think the animation quality was a little bit better on Ultra Force. But yeah, except for the, except for the, the Phantom Cell, <laughs> just a random ass. <laughs> that's funny because in Wildcats we had the the animation clipping where. Like the the fist came through the door, yeah, of the, of the background plate before like the door opened, <laughs> and then here we had an animation cell that appeared in the middle of, of like the one scene, what like ten minutes or seven minutes before yeah. that actual scene even took place. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a fight scene, and you see a character get shot who's not even in the fight. It's like, was that prototype? It's like, yeah, that was prototype. <laughs> and we're like. They they must have they must have like messed up a cell or something and so then yeah like ten fifteen minutes or I guess yeah about ten minutes later prototypes actually in a fight in a different scene and he gets shot and it's like there's that cell <laughs> <laughs> there it is yeah because prototype ain't even shown up yet I mean <laughs> other than other than him being like no uh, them showing him in this show like he yeah. hadn't shown up in that fight scene at all. And yeah, because he shows up at the end of that fight scene. He's like, yeah, I'm Prototype. I'm a wiseacre. <laughs> hey, like, I'm walking here. <laughs> Look at me. I got energy blast. Yo. <laughs> Everybody, I'm freaking Spider-Man. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. I'm out of here. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, the, common, the common thread that I see through all this stuff... Which I do want to say, the Ultra Force title sequence was really cool. The way they all, like, actually interact with their names. Yep. Because, like, Hardcase picks up his his name and it's all in block letters and he, like, throws it. It's really cool. But, uh... And it's very reminiscent of the X-Men cartoon. Mm-hmm. The opening scene where it shows him, like, doing something dramatic and having her name there. Yeah, yeah. Um... But, yeah, the common thread with all of these shows is just the bad, tough guy dialogue. Oh, yeah. The, oh, it's so bad. And I know we were laughing about it on our Night Owl episode with Watchmen of, like, Savage Dragon. Like, Jim Cumming has an amazing range with his voice. And yep. yeah, he can do some really deep voices. And I was talking last night, um, he, he voiced Dr. Robotnik in the Sonic Saturday Morning cartoon. And it's, like, the most menacing voice for any depiction of Robotnik I've ever heard. It's, like, super intimidating. So he can do, like, a deep, booming, scary voice if he needs to. But then Savage Dragon, it's just, like, this shitty little snot-nosed Bronx kid. 
He's like, he was like expecting him now for them to go, chug, 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 <laughs> chug, chug, chug. Yeah, and, and then just like, oh, and I, I mean, I can't blame coming for it, but it's just, the dialogue is so bad. The dialogue is so bad. And he always looks into the camera and grins as he's saying this. <laughs> Even though he was going to go, he was like, Chicago PD rules! <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be the middle of a fight scene and he'll just like kick the door down and like look into the camera and grin and go, Mind if I crash this party? <laughs> it's like, oh, Jim, you doing okay, man? Are you well? Oh, yeah, it was that was bad. So, so then we watched uh, we watched some Ultra Force today, which is just it's so wow. That's one thing I can say. It's just wow. It's wow. Yeah, the animation is a little bit better, but for the. Sorry, it looks like Iron Man's taking a shit in the hot tub. I was about <laughs> to say, it looks so like he's hard. just having a massive orgasm. <laughs> so, so now while we're doing this, and we're watching the, uh... <laughs> I don't want to go! I don't want to go! <laughs> Jason, get out of the water, Jason! Go no swimming! Go <laughs> swimming! <laughs> we're watching the first episode of the Iron Man cartoon from the 90s. <laughs> it's it's so bad. Uh, and there's just something there's something particular that I want, uh, <laughs> I want Comey to see. Uh... So we, unfortunately, we have to watch a couple episodes because you really have to see it. It, it makes absolutely no sense at all. Like why this was, why they chose to do it this way. But anyway, um, the Ultra Force cartoon, like they, they kind of introduce each character and, the, but like you said, they're, they're, everybody, everybody just uses tough guy dialogue. And then, and then they, when they do say something like, like the much like, he acts like he's on drugs. Kevin, come back. Kevin. Like this. Oh, won't somebody stop these ultras from stealing all of our nukes? <laughs> Kevin Crack is whack. Give it up, baby. We still love you. I got you this this, this signed photo of Nancy Reagan. <laughs> oh, I wish he stopped listening to all that that heavy metal music. It's just perverting his brain. That vanilla ice is just no good. <laughs> Oh, it's great. Um, <laughs> it's really great. And then they have like scenes in the, in like the cartoon that make no sense at all. Like all the tanks that pull up, the tanks are pale and they have two drivers and <laughs> yeah. they both sit like in the, in like the turret control and the machine gun control and that's it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Things explode sometimes in like big bright orange fashion with debris <laughs> going everywhere and then sometimes it's big flashes of silver. It's and no debris. Right. <laughs> So sometimes the helicopters will explode with just no shrapnel or debris at all. But, but oh god, the dialogue! At least, at least the uh, the soldiers in Ultra Force actually had guns that they shot, yeah. as opposed to the cops in Savage Dragon who had no guns at all. <laughs> they didn't even have they didn't have like radios. They had no walkie talkies. They nothing. didn't even have billy clubs. No. Like they had nothing. <laughs> they had the dragon. <laughs> wow. God, the dragon could have been so cool. I mean, we've talked before. Savage Dragon's got such a great design. He's got such an iconic, cool design. And I love the fact he's a cop, too. Yeah. Oh, like that, that, was, that was kind of, like, original. Yeah, like, that That does add a lot to the character, but then they just handle it so badly. And I can't, I can't speak for the comics. Like, they've never really interested me enough to try to read them. Some Someday I will. But, uh... And all, all I know about the comics, and we've laughed about this a number of times, all I know about the comics is that eventually Eric Larson just got bored and would just start drawing softcore porn throughout the pages. 
Yeah, they, um... And I, I remember, I remember that, like, the example I saw, that was, like, a full splash page of Savage Dragon just, like, laying face down on his bed with his ass sticking up. It's like, okay. <laughs> he started, he started dating or married the one girl, um, that we were, I don't remember what her name was, because I never really read it. She was a black girl with the hair, and I think she wore, like, a purple outfit, and, <laughs> like, there's one, like, her, like, most of her costume were, like, ripped off or something, and, of course, she had She-Dragon, and... All that. I was like, wow. And then there, something happened, I guess, a couple of years back with, like, Savage Dragon's son and, like, I, I, some, something sexual with, like, him and the... the I, I don't even know what it was. It, uh, but... I forgot that he had a son. Yeah. Anyway, I was, was like, wow, that was that was insane. But it's kind of, you know, it's it's interesting to think that all these... All these People were, were pushing, trying to get their cartoons out to sell their toys or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. here's all the hot properties. Everyone's <laughs> just trying to cash in on the 90s. Like, they're just trying to cash in on it. And you got all these cartoons that are coming out that are just so, like, quickly done and rushed to production. Mm-hmm. You can see it. It shows in every detail. Just consistently bad. And then you got, like, Todd McFarlane, who just waits. <laughs> He's just sitting there in the cut, just waiting. And he's like, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to make a deal with, um, with HBO and I'm going to make my, my character just like he is, you know, pretty much in the comic book. It's going to be an adult show. It's, but I'm going to, I know kids are going to, are going to watch it because it's animated. It's spawn mm-hmm. and they're buying the comic book. And, uh, and I'm going to get really good, uh, like production value out of it. I'm going to get great animators. Yep. I'm going to get you know, really good voice talent and, um, and I'm going to make it better than that movie that came out. <laughs> and, and it was. I watched the Spawn cartoon. I thought it was really good. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, and it was very true to the to the comic book. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember it was what it was. I remember listening to an interview with Todd McFarlane, and he said that he was able to cut most of his meetings short with all the studios because every time they would have a meeting, and they'd be like, "Here's what we have in mind, and here's the toy line we have in mind." And his first question would always be, "Can I say fuck in the show?" And they'd be like, "No." And he was like, "Have you read the book?" <laughs> Because if we're going to make a show of this, we're going to say fuck. <laughs> and that usually ended the meetings. <laughs> I think I would just, just, just to show the very first episode would start off with like, Allison's getting shot to pieces. He's like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big believer in just like setting people's expectations. I do like the, um, that, I think it was kind of a smart move on Tom McFarlane's part to be like, you know, I'm going to start my own toy line. So when I do start making my movie, my cartoon or whatever, like, I don't have to negotiate with any of you guys. Mm-hmm. I already have this all set up. It's already locked in. You guys want to make your, your Spawn t-shirts, your lunch boxes, you know, your Spawn, you know, like, uh, toothbrushes and all that kind of stuff. That's fine. But, you know, I saw George Lucas. I know what's going on here. <laughs> I'm going to go and get these toys locked down right now. But Todd Toys. I mean, McFarlane Toys. Todd Toys sounds a bit better. Well, it was Todd Toys, but I think he got sued by, or maybe not sued, but he got a nice little letter from, was it Mattel or Hasbro or whatever because of um, like one of their like Barbie doll things named Todd. Or I mean, honestly, I know people don't really know like the full story, but I don't really give a shit that much to really know the whole thing. But anyway, right. but yeah, they were like, yeah, you got to change the name of it um, because they didn't want to get confused with their character of... Uh, their character, so he it became like McFarlane Toys. That's like the story I remember. Ah, okay. Okay, so I like McFarlane Toys. They, I think his toys back in the day when they first started, like when they first started out, they weren't that great, but they were pretty good. 
I think I own like four or five different versions of hamburger head spawn. Um, cause when I saw it, I was like, dude, it's small without his mask on. Um, and then, uh, then I bought the, I bought his line of toys, like for, you know, I gave all of those to, um, to, uh, Leroy Roscoe, uh, Roscoe Leroy. Yeah. Cause I had, I had McFarlane toys from like the, when they first came out, all the way through, God, it was one of like movie maniacs two or something like that, or <laughs> like some line. It was even like the, the, Twisted Fairy Tales or some shit like that. Oh, I, mean, I love Twisted Fairy Tales. I, I had I had them through, through quite a bit. Now I didn't get all the stuff like the the um, some of the the music ones. Um, I didn't do, and I didn't do the Little Nicky ones because those were just hot garbage. Well, um, yeah, it's Little Nicky. So, but, I mean, it one of the action figures for Little Nicky, and I kid you not, man, one of the action figures was his like bulldog or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and the action figure for the bulldog actually. Shot a missile from its penis. <laughs> I, I am not joking. <laughs> Love yes. it. I, I I hate little Nikki so much. I can't even I can't even enjoy it, j- even for Quentin Tarantino's sake. <laughs> and, and and normally I can do like hey, Tarantino. Okay, yeah, I can at least appreciate it. For th- nope, I can't even appreciate it for that. What did Tarantino do with little Nikki? He's the blind preacher on the street. Ah, I, I never watched Little Nikki. Oh. I heard that it was shit. Well, good. I wish we could swap brains then. <laughs> You trust me, you don't want this brain. <laughs> trust me, you don't want this brain. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, we've been we've been uh, really enjoying the '90s this weekend. Uh, just great decade, simpler time. So, I'm watching Iron Man show, and he just transformed for the first time using his briefcase armor, which is really kind of stupid because he's he was in his like Stark headquarters, yeah, and then he. Takes his briefcase. I'm like, well, you're in your headquarters. You, why do you, why are you carrying the briefcase armor? Just go to your thing. Yeah. And he puts it on and it expands into this big full suit. It doesn't make any sense. But all of a sudden, when he goes to put the helmet on, which has feet and he uses some kind of like magnetic ray to lift the helmet up, it changes from 2D animation to this CGI animation <laughs> for no reason at all. Just that for, was... just for him to put the helmet on and then it changes back. <laughs> Then he looks around like he knows that it changed. <laughs> like he, he like looks at his hands like, whoa, I'm 3D. It's like Homer. Like, oh, I'm all bulgy. Rot of cakes. Like, I don't understand like, why, why was, why was that necessary? That particular, like for him to change like that, like what? It was the nineties. They, they looked for excuses to do CG shit back then. But I mean, if that's the case, then why not just make it whenever he's in the armor? Like, holy shit, look at Hawkeye! What? I mean, you didn't see Hawkeye earlier? No, no. Did you not see the fact that they didn't color his outfit completely? No. So the, his whole back was all just flesh color? <laughs> no, I totally you missed didn't that. see that. Shit! <laughs> this, is, this is Iron Man episode one. This is a good... <laughs> Season one, episode one, and the sea shall give up the dead. What <laughs> a good franchise. Oh, you watch this, man. When they cut to that... Oh. <laughs> Even like the back of his head. <laughs> wow. That was so creepy. Wow. Are you Hawkeye or the Flash? <laughs> but yeah, so we we've uh, we've been talking about the '90s a lot, and we decided, you know what, we should uh, we should do a review. Of a really important and iconic 90s comic. Yes. This was groundbreaking in so many ways. It was uh, it was one of those things that 
it was it was breaking the barrier on on um, on what people perceived as you know it was subverting expectations. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's like this this is what you think you okay. I'm sorry. They're on the ocean floor and they have these domes around their heads so they can breathe. Mm-hmm. But Hawkeye still has his arms just hanging out. I know it's cold as hell down there, mm-hmm. and the pressure's got to be pretty significant. Think, yeah. <laughs> But it's okay. That's no, it's no problem. <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, people were really starting to learn what the medium was capable of back then. Right. And, you know, they, they were starting to realize, oh yeah, you can you can do superhero stuff and make it dark and gritty like Watchmen and like Dark Knight Returns. They were starting to realize it's like you could talk about some pretty heavy, heavy subject matter like Mouse. Mm-hmm. You know, they were they were really starting to embrace the possibilities. So one man... And you could... You could, and you could Address social issues. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so one man decided, you know what, I'm going to really address this social issue. And so we're going to be reviewing Shadowhawk. Shadowhawk 2, issue 2. Yes, Shadowhawk 2, issue 2. And um, I'm I'm guessing it's like technically season 2 or or like series 2 or whatever. Yeah, I think it's more like series 2. And in this one... This is a this is a couple couple of things that I guess to talk about is you know Shadowhawk was a villain from the Image universe that he didn't believe in killing I think to my knowledge he didn't believe in killing but he did believe he was a firm believer in crippling <laughs> and so when he found a bad guy and he was like you're a bad guy and my name's Shadowhawk and he would break their spine he he would take his arm he grab by like the like the <laughs> by the head and he like take his forearm shed like a big metal plate along his forearm and he would just pull him backwards and push them getting their the crack and it's like ah you'll never break any you'll never <laughs> commit any crimes again that require you to walk <laughs> unless it has a ramp you won't be committing a crime here <laughs> so uh so, to, I guess we should start by describing the cover which um it, it's a it's a back shot. Yes. In the in the extreme foreground is Hawkeye. <laughs> Shadow Hawk. It's Shadow Hawkeye. Sorry. Um, nude shot. Nude Hawkeye on the Iron Man show really threw me off there. <laughs> here we here we go for another bad CG transformation. I do like his undersuit there though. That's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, so Shadow Hawk is lifting his helmet but he's in silhouette so you really can't see any details but he's lifting his helmet and there's a man in the midground screaming in terror yeah he's like he's like whoa what Shadowhawk's revealing his face yeah it's like he can't process what he's seeing it's like oh my god so uh i have to say i the the generic like brick wall background behind the guy <laughs> that just has this weird like vent there which i mean you, I don't know where he is. It could be at a factory or whatever. So the Vins yeah. is fine, but the 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 brick is a little overly cracked. And yeah, so, but I don't know. Maybe maybe Shadowhawk got pissed at it a couple of times. It's like <laughs> you stupid brick wall. It's like you'll never walk again. Ah, there's there's like a, a little archway up here going behind the logo. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's, oh, that's the, that's the ear of his. <laughs> no, I mean like the archway of the bricks. See how they're oh that archway. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um. I do kind of like the the use of negative space on the brick wall, though. I have to give him props for that. I'm not going to be a total ass about this. No, no. Well, I think that goes to the actually the opening page of the book, which is the kind of uh, Sin City Frank Miller <laughs> like black and white like rain homage thing there. Yeah, 
I do have a serious, serious problem with this, other than the fact that it's, I think it's kind of unnecessary. Because <laughs> um, it clearly is, and I'm not going to use the term ripoff, but it clearly is playing off of that. Like, I want to convey the same kind of feeling, so I'm going to just do what they're doing. Mm-hmm. The problem I have with it is the rain. Because it's all just negative space? No. You have some rain that's just falling straight down, and you've got a couple of like stray shots that are coming in at an angle. Yeah. But they're not consistently coming in at the same angle. So if hmm. the wind were blowing, they should all be coming in in roughly the same kind of pattern. But if that's the case, then all of it would be coming in at that way. Not just some coming straight down, then some coming at these like, like, look at that. This one yeah. going this way and that one going that way. Depends. And then these shots are coming there. It's almost like, yeah. like the rain's coming down and someone, like a bunch of people are shooting him with like water guns from like the <laughs> roof. It kind of depends on the harshness of the breeze. Cause like this rain, like way in the back could be in the extreme background. Except for the ones that are hitting his mask right there in the foreground. They're coming straight down. Yeah. There's the, it's not good. Um, <laughs> maybe standing under a drain pipe. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm know not Shadow Hawk. Or I could be, because when he's taking off his mask, it, we don't know yet until we get a little bit yeah, further in. I, I don't know this guy's identity. I only ever read the first issue of Shadowhawk, so... But uh, it's it's important. Um, this issue is called The Secret Revealed. It's dedicated to Will Eisner. And Will Eisner was... Um, Will Eisner was a pioneer. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's, there's The Secret Revealed, and then there's the Will Eisner thing, which I'm like... Um, we'll we'll talk about that a bit. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about that because you know where I'm going with that, right? Oh, I totally know where I'm going with that. You you forget, I bought like 60 spirit comics at the last con we went to, so. God, yes, you did. Holy shit. (laughs) We we (laughs) filled up a long box of comic books and you buy the whole stack. That was my fault, too, because I was like, hey, look at these spirit comics. Yeah. You were like, yeah, there's two or three here. And I started going through the stack and I just went, oh, no. <laughs> and then the guy, he went from, hey, he's like, let me get you a short box for those books. Just put them in. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, well, let me get you a long box. We're like, we, we, we don't need a long box. Thanks, man. Dude, don't, don't, don't upsell me, dude. I mean, you're a nice guy and all. And I appreciate it, but, but don't upsell me. And he's like, you know, just in case. If you don't need it, you don't need it. I mean, it's like, <laughs> and then next thing you know, it's like, yeah, we needed it. Yep. But he that made us, he, we made it, he made us a really good deal on that. So, but he was and he was really nice too. So, you know, props to him, man. Yeah, yeah, he was a good guy. Um, but yeah, so dedicated to Will Eisner, who proved an artist can be a businessman, and for his great storytelling and rain. So, uh, this was created, written, and penciled by Jim Valentino. He was inked and lettered by Chance Wolf. So I guess Chance Wolf was just a tracer. Um, I can make that joke because I ink. So. <laughs> What kind of name is Chance? My mama took one. (laughs) (laughs) Backgrounds by Brad Foster. So they have a background artist, too. Nice. Who did the (laughs) in-betweens? I'm sorry, just asking questions, dude. Whatever. It's not that important, man. There's there's not a lot I can say without incriminating myself to the... um... (laughs) And you don't want us incriminating ourselves. (laughs) Um, wow, this book actually had art direction. Um, and hey, trafficking by Laura to Tavishati. So, uh, wow, you know, pushing that product, man, all, all that trafficking. Uh, so yeah, so we open up with rain, which is very reminiscent of Frank Miller rain and not at all reminiscent of Will Eisner rain. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, I hate the rain. <laughs> always have, always will. And then we have to rotate the book because it's a two page spread. With more inconsistent a, rain spatter coming yeah, in. This, this rain is fucking all over the place, man. <laughs> it's 
There's some going up. There's rain that's going up at an angle here. Yes. Yeah. It's... Um, you know, I won't be a total prick here. Shadowhawk's pose is kind of cool. Yeah, it's not bad. It's it's a little uh, Dragon Ball Z reminiscent to me. I will say I do like the, the, the gargoyle he's standing on. That is really tight, yeah. So, Which I guess we got to give props to the background artist because Valentino didn't do it. Well, I'm, I'm assuming he did this part, but then maybe like the buildings in the background like that he didn't do, but he did this because I was like like that. He did like all the all the really cool scenes. He did those, <laughs> and then all the shit he didn't, didn't want to be bothered with. All I have to go off <laughs> of is the Cerebus books, and the way Dave Sim and Gerhard would work is that Sim would basically just do like the rough outline. He would just do like a box here, and then just write gargoyle here, so Gerhard knew what to draw. Oh. Interesting. So, I mean, and I'm not saying that that's the way it is with all background artists. That's just, like, that's the only metric of what I studied really, really closely. But I have to say that this page right here, it's way too much. There's way too much rain coming down. The yeah. city would be underwater with that <laughs> much rain. And it's distracting because there's so much rain coming down. The problem here I have as a comic artist <laughs> is that there's nowhere for your eye to rest. I would agree. It's it's all tone all across the paper. It's all this consistent staticky white noise. And there's not even, like, a good area of solid black for your eye to rest. It's just busy, busy, busy. And the, with the, where the rain is, like, hitting in spots, like, especially on the background wall and stuff, it, it kind of looks like a... Bukaki? Uh, huh? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to find a better word to say, but yeah, it kind of looks like that. Like, um... It's like, <laughs> Shadowhawk visits Japan! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's not motivated by revenge, Turk. He's not. He's only interested in justice. Justice. And under his rules, the guilty get punished. So I guess he's interested in draconian, totalitarian justice. So if that's the case, then shouldn't it just be like, I should only break the backs of people who broke the backs of someone else? <laughs> an eye for an eye? Yeah. He says, I catch them in the act of committing violent crimes. I deal with them. My methods seem harsh and brutal. Seem harsh, even brutal to some. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Society's better off with uh, these scum run loose. My time's run out. My name's Shadowhawk. Whatever, whatever. I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So hey, we're we're flipping the book back up, right? Um. Time. This time it's different. This time someone's using my name. This time it's personal. So now he's gonna go break the back of somebody just because they're using his name. Right. I think he should have a nice long conversation with. Lady X. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be a great crossover. Shadowhawk <laughs> and Lady X. That would be awesome. Yeah, they could call it Shadowhawk by day. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> okay, so... And then they'd be like, his mask is kind of shaped like a V. I guess we could call him Mr. V. That's right. <laughs> He's V-Hawk. <laughs> so, um, so, the rain here at least is all falling down, and so the wind stopped blowing. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to criticize uh, about this. The final panel here with him jumping off the rooftop down to the ground because you have a lot of. I think even comic books now a lot of them still do this, but he's jumping off in this jumping off the roof in this really kind of twisted body pose mm -hmm. as if he's attacking. Him, but he's just jumping off the roof, so it would be almost impossible for him to get his legs out underneath him to land properly. Oh, yeah. He's just basically almost face diving. Like, he's belly flopping off of the roof <laughs> to the street below. Yeah. I do like the lighting here, though. Like, the harsh lighting on the side from the lightning. That's 
decent. Yeah, I can I can say that like that. Yeah, you can tell they were loving that Photoshop though. So if we go to the next page, and maybe there's more to it that we don't know yet, but yeah, we're coming into this blind, by the way, people. <laughs> um, by by and large, we know what happens. We just haven't actually read the book. So you got you got these two, I guess, are cops talking, or uh, I don't know what, maybe detectives. But all of a sudden, like the it switches to the the one guy is in the background and his face just suddenly just completely obscured except for his hair so his face is just <laughs> black but then it's two different tones of black yeah. to hide his features then the third panel goes to both of them with their features completely in black but then you do have some other details like their clothing which is just kind of weird yeah and then panel four is obviously a photograph that's a photo yeah then we cut to panel five which is a the predator's view of how these guys look, <laughs> which I don't understand. Like, if if someone's watching them, maybe that's why it switched to that. But it just looks like they just like, okay, I'm gonna, I, I'm just gonna do this, and then oh, they the, are good. They are cops. Okay, because he says you're a good cop. I respect it. That's so I'm gonna read all this dialogue, and then um, and then the final pay, panel, panel seven, where the one guy's face takes up the entire panel. But it's too much face for the guy. Like, <laughs> it's just like Paul stretched out, right? It's 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 not it's not good. <laughs> and I, uh, and I do want to say this though. Uh, I think Vin Valentino is a pretty good businessman. I can't say I've ever was a really big fan of his artwork, but I will say that from my understanding, he's a pretty good businessman. This guy has been. Making comics since the seventies, uh, maybe even earlier than that. I showed you that. I showed you the Valentine number one I have, right? Mm-hmm. So he's been he's been making comics for a while, and he's been staying in business in one fashion or another. So it, so this is nothing. Uh, this is not an attack on Valentino. This is an attack on the nineties because <laughs> <laughs> because if you go back, even again, not being a not being a really strong fan of his work, but if you look at his Guardians of the Galaxy stuff that mm-hmm. he did with Marvel, like it wasn't like this, right? right. Um. It was still very superheroic, but it wasn't like this. This is just straight 90s. This is model by day. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Shadowhawk by day, as you said. Yeah. <laughs> that's what this is. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah, it, it is the 90s. We'll blame the 90s. So, uh, look at, hey, look at this Iron Man episode two, Ultimo. And like his, um, the size of Ultimo keeps changing. And one moment he walks through a house and, like the house comes up to his knees. The next minute, he's walking down the street, and he's like, the, the roof of the house comes up to his shoulders. Yeah. Like so, it's he like he stepped on a fountain with his foot in like, <laughs> like a big public fountain, and like it just it just crushed it with his foot. It just his foot completely yeah you know, like encompassed the whole thing. Yeah. But then the rest of him like I don't know maybe it's just a big feet, and the rest of him is like different sizes, just keeping from falling over. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so the cops are talking, and the one cop says, Oh, I've got two nutcases out there now. One of them breaks people's spines for kicks. The other murders black males. Both are dangerous and extreme and have to be taken down no matter what the cost. I mean, you really don't know if I break people's spines for kicks. Yeah, like, you don't, I mean, unless he, like, jizzes on them afterwards, you don't know if he's doing it to get his rocks off. Yeah, now you can't move. <laughs> you can't stop me. <laughs> Call me Louie. <laughs> I love the vulnerability. But then we have an ad for the Max, which is an infinitely better book than this. Yeah. I love the Max. That's great. And an ad for Spawn. I, I, I love uh, Sam Keith's signature. Oh, yeah. That's that's great. Yeah, Keith has 
Such good art. God, I love that. I love that that Max issue where <laughs> what we talked about before, where he's um over his claws get glued, where he his claws <laughs> shut. <laughs> And he, and he goes, and I will say this about that. Again, very 90s, but also very surreal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not even tongue in cheek, it's surreal. Because when the Max is fighting the guy and he ends up, um, he ends up going into like a place where they have, um, what was it, like turpentine or adhesive remover. And that's where it moves the glue, the glue off his things. He's like, my claws are free. But knowing Sam Keith and the way he draws like ripped fabric and stuff, mm-hmm. and one part, they end up in a a shop and it's nothing but phone cords. Yep. And it's all the curly Q phone cords just hanging down. It's like, it's very surreal. There's no place like that, but he does that curly Q stuff. So yeah, it was like, yeah. it was so great to see that in there. And it's, oh, it's, I love it. It's, it's very, it's very, so self-aware. I love it. Yeah. It's awesome. I feel bad for people who have to ink that kind of stuff though. Just like, oh no. <laughs> Put them in a building full of phone cords, that dick. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I love Sam Keith stuff and yeah, I highly recommend the Max to anybody. It's like whenever I look at like some Jim Lee work and I think like poor Scott Williams, you know. Like by the time he's sixty, he won't be able to even like use a typewriter because he's gonna his arthritis is gonna be so bad from like all those little lines. Oh, <laughs> it's <yeah>. like <laughs> I uh, had to go over them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so the cops, like, are you in or are you out, Spider-Man? And then the ginger's like, oh, does this mean I'm no longer a suspect? And the cop's like, yeah, I guess it does. And he's like, okay, what do you need? I need a hot shot. Someone who can move in and out. In, out, in, out. The old in, out. <laughs> um, clean, low-key. Got someone in mind who did tour with him. And then he holds up a picture of some guy with a skull painted on his face and a flat top. Which is also extremely 90s. Yeah. So, yeah, that's because I think they're sticking with the Rob Liefeld design for a chapel. Um, so and, it's a Liefeld character. And, and Liefeld cannot draw black people's hair for anything. So he gives them all <laughs> straight hair. And so, yeah, that's uh, that's his, 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 uh, his flat top. So, interesting enough, originally... And I, I, I don't know the whole lore, so I'm just going off the lore as I knew it at the time. Al Simmons' spawn was killed, uh, was betrayed by his best friend, um, who was uh, Chapel okay. from Youngblood. And I forget this guy's name. He couldn't remember who it was that had betrayed him or who shot me. Anyway, he re- he uh, eventually figures it out. I think like issue seven or nine or ten or whatever it is. Anyway. And he goes after him, and he's like, you know, you sent me to hell, Jason. I'm here to return the favor. And, uh, <laughs> and he attacks Chapel, and he's like, it's me. I'm Al Simmons. I'm back. And uh, and so he ends up using his magic, and where Chapel used to paint this skull on his face like that, he ends up like using his magic as to burn, basically burn his skin off, so that where that white skull is like yeah. his skin is all burned off uh, like over that. So you can actually see his white skull <laughs> that then I guess got either replaced or retconned or something like that. Eventually chapel uh, turned against the military and the government because of, uh, because of that they didn't have to kill his best friend and blah, blah, blah. And so the government was like, uh, 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 you're not going to turn against us. Cause guess what? We just gave you AIDS. And if you want the cure, <laughs> what? <laughs> the delivery, I, man. Not, dude, it's, it's the nineties, man. It was like, that's, that's what the government did. He goes, plus it was black. So, you know, it's like, since you won't smart our crack at chapel, we're going to give you AIDS. <laughs> That'll teach you. Evil nineties white man government. <laughs> 
Here's it's, that 94 crime bill, you fucks. <laughs> Smithers. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, he, he does eventually die or, or something like that. Um, but then... Well. But then there was the whole like image thing or whatever. And then it was like, well, you know, we weren't, we're not liking like Rob anymore. We want to distance ourselves from him or I, I dude, I, yeah, I don't know all the full just, I don't really care that much to learn it. <laughs> I really don't. But then it became that no, 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 it wasn't Chapel that killed you, you know, that, that did that. Um, it was, it wasn't him. It was a uh, priest. This female, her name was Priest, and that's why when you saw the image of the cross in the church, you thought chapel, right? But it was actually Priest. And Priest is the person that you find in the Spawn movie that's working with uh, Jason, was it? Uh, I forget. I was almost at Jason Wingard. That's, uh, uh, that's, um, what was it the Mastermind from, uh, the Brotherhood? I mean, that, uh, Hellfire Club. Mm-hmm. Um, but his name is, uh, Jason's, uh, Jason, is it Jason Wynn? I, 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 I don't give a shit. Anyway, my, uh, Martin Sheen. So anyway, so it, Martin Sheen was working with, um, uh, uh, Lady Heather and, um, anyway, the, uh, like she, the priest is the one that actually killed Spawn and not Chapel. Uh-huh. And then I think Chapel eventually did die. I think he got his cure for AIDS, but then he, he got something else, um, sickle cell. I, I, I don't know what, and then that killed him. <laughs> what? Uh, so, but here's the thing. I, I like this. So Chapel is a government operative, right? He kills people for a living. He works with young blood, but this cop is like, Hey, you know what? There's a guy I toured with in Nam. I might be able to get him to come take a look at this. Really? Cause it just works like that. Yeah. You're a cop and you just call up the government, but like, send me Chapel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chapel, you busy? You got a minute? Do you mind coming on down here? But yeah, then, then there's like, there's some like crazy dude with a white mohawk. Yeah, I, I can't tell if he's if he's going bald with a comb over of some mohawk. Yeah, it's a mohawk. And, um, and that mask is it's inconsistent because here it's like kind of hooked downward, right? But then here it like flares out. Well, I think it's supposed to flare out there because it goes at the eyes, but like there's to do it from looking forward. It's I, I don't know. Yeah, but like see the the curvature here along the bottom, but from the side it's like curving yeah. upwards. It's it's you inconsistent. I guess it's supposed to be a shadow because it looks like a hard green line there, but then yeah. there's not one there, but then you've got one there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's uh, really inconsistent. But yeah, the, apparently they're mad because their boss wants uh, wants this guy to team up with him, and then this redhead chick is like, I just want revenge on Shadowhawk for what he did to my brother, and we cut to Shadowhawk just punching his arm in up to the elbow into this guy's spine. Now that, that's him using the forearm to bring oh, his he's, back. He's, okay, yeah. okay, so he's just doing like a UFC elbow strike, but... And and the girl looks like Brigitte Nielsen, only with bigger <laughs> nostrils. She's like the way he crippled Jamie, and Vendetta wants us to join him. So and then this uh, then Mohawk dude here, it like talks like an old timey Bronx guy. He's like, I'd say you guys have got completely different agendas, and to tell you the truth, I'm not certain that Vendetta fits into my plans either. <laughs> Jamie's crying. <laughs> So, so um, someone, someone's still spooching all over the city, too. <laughs> I mean, look at that. I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead of page, but look at that, man. Oh, that yeah. looks awful. God, that looks awful. from heaven. <laughs> and uh, we, we got another photograph of a cityscape. So, yeah, that background artist was like, fuck that. I'm not drawing that many buildings. <laughs> okay. I was looking at that. I'm like, am I, am I looking at that picture properly? Uh, which one? This here? 
No, no, no. The back, back on, back on the the, the page on the, on the on the left. Uh, this is a photograph, a framed photo. <laughs> you okay, that mic? You want to clip that mic some more? Shake, shake it, shoot head trimmers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you can go ahead and just describe that for us. <laughs> uh, so we cut into this guy uh, in in his home. He's he's leaving, Ma. He tells his mother. Uh, I'm leaving, Ma. What? I'm going out. <laughs> don't forget your coat, dear. <laughs> Why does she eat a bunker? <laughs> oh, don't forget your coat, Watchy. <laughs> and it's raining. It's raining outside. You might want to take a hood. D. <laughs> 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 viscous white rains. Like, don't forget your rubbers. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so um, so as he's leaving, we see this framed family photo of uh, of of his ancestors. <laughs> what, what is it? What is it? A me? What are we looking at here? Of, of his ancestors. <laughs> Apparently, they uh, they moved to the city from the south. <laughs> And, uh... No, I'm not saying that we don't appreciate what your wife did. <laughs> Can't see a goddamn thing out of these eye holes. But, uh, did you notice the feet dangling off the edge here? Uh, no, I didn't. I, I couldn't see it from, the, from where, you, where you were holding it. Wow. So, yeah, so, um, apparently there was a clan meeting. And, uh... And they... And they lynched some people. Mm-hmm. And then somebody was like, Smile for the camera, boys! <laughs> Okay, so they did. <laughs> I, I, if you're, I, so I'm going to make a slight political statement here. Okay, by all means. If if you were a white supremacist, okay, if you feel the need to hide that, then I would. I, in my opinion, like you're really not that proud of being a white supremacist, right? You'd be <laughs> right. like, I mean, because anything else, would be like, hey, you know, fuck you. This. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like you ninjas, right? And, you know, and not that she has to come up in every conversation, right? But, I mean, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if you're going to have people over to your house, then probably they have the same agenda that you have. They wouldn't come over and be like, man, it's like I can't wait ready, wait to watch that game. But, like, oh, hey. Uh, <laughs> hey, friends of yours? <laughs> yeah, you could tell. This, uh, that's a, a g- genuine swastika and then and like and then grandma's sitting there knitting a blanket this is jews go home or whatever like, <laughs> i mean you know anybody anybody Palestine. You, right anybody that you know that is that is going to come over to your house gonna be friends with you they're going to know exactly who you are <laughs> but would you really have a framed photo of a lynching there be like yep it's like oh i remember my first lynching right? like that's like a scrapbook? Maybe. <laughs> you might be like, hey, this is weird. Why do you just have this kind of random piece of rope hanging up there? Well, there's a story behind that rope. Framed <laughs> right over the fucking mantelpiece, man. Right. And, like, and he's grabbing some kind of mask thing. But would you really, would you really have a photo of that? Like, just, I, I don't know. It's, I mean, that, that seems a bit flagrant to me. Yeah. Um, that, that would be like people that would have a, like a, a photo, like a, an autograph like picture of a, a porn star like <laughs> on the wall in their living room like bedroom maybe maybe your 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 man cave or your like you know whatever your your little personal room maybe but in the living room yeah probably not you know yeah 
Like, here's that picture I have of Harvey Keitel flipping me off. <laughs> like, okay, you're, 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 I mean, I guess you're proud of it. That that's cool, but it's like, it just seems so out of place there. But okay. Hey. So yeah. So his, his mom's like, "Are y'all sure you got got to go out on a night like this?" And he says, "I got to carry on for Pa, Ma. Got to carry on the Lord's work, just like you taught me." So then there's more viscous white fluid pouring down on the city. Yeah, sticky rain is all over the place. <laughs> Just clinging to the wall. See, that's what's happening up here in this top left panel is somebody turned on a blacklight. <laughs> whole city just fucking lit up like a Christmas tree. Holy shit, New York is horrible. <laughs> I'm no detective. I don't even like mystery novels. Far be it for me to figure out a clue. Okay, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. It's back up there to Shadowhawk there, right? It's like, I don't feel like solving no mysteries. I don't want answers. I just feel like breaking some backs. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. I mean, you, you, like, you, you gotta, you gotta want to do a little bit, just a little bit of, of like problem solving detect work is something. You'd be like, oh yeah, you're the guy. I mean, like, he, he's in the right place at the wrong time. <laughs> Yeah, so he uh, Shadowhawk does not want to uh, be a detective. God knows this certainly is a big neighborhood. <laughs> so I I just have to say all the jokes we can make about about the rain, and then this next picture here, <laughs> the guy sitting there, he's he's like he's out there, he's just raging at the sky and he's screaming out loud. Head back, the, mouth open. <laughs> right, head back, mouth open. The power to take the city back! He's screaming, and they, all this viscous rage is going right into his face and his mouth. Just like, oh, God, that's so nasty. And especially the, the ones that are dripping off his chin. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. It is so bad. This <laughs> is the most disgusting book. This should have been X-rated. <laughs> then, then, then it and, uh, and Lady X would have had like a lot in common. Woo! Oh, okay. He always feels better when he puts on his uniform and has his daily cocktail. <laughs> oh, um, very nice. <laughs> it's close. He feels like he's got power. We know what kind of power. <laughs> power to set things right. That kind of power. <laughs> power to take back the city. <laughs> the power. The power things are set things right. Power to take back the city. Cusco's power. <laughs> oh, but it's okay because, you know, hey, God is on his side. He says as he looks... Over at uh, this group of what must clearly be gangbangers, as far as he's concerned. Look yeah. at them, laughing, carrying on, listening to that rap music. <laughs> yeah, so it's three guys that are walking. And this rain is not just it's not just falling. This isn't just a falling rain. This isn't a pouring rain. This is like a freaking monsoon. It's yeah. like a deluge of rain. And these guys are just walking. You know, like, with the kind of rain where it doesn't matter how covered up you are, mm-hmm. like, you're still getting soaked. Yep. And these guys are just casually walking in the rain, like... One's got a trench coat on, and the other's just got a, like a regular jacket. So you know his jeans are just clinging to him. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, in the vapors. So uh, <laughs> I declare. And a, and a baseball cap. So which is doing absolutely nothing at all. Like, and, and they're just casually walking. Nobody does that. <laughs> if it was a light rain, maybe. But just casually walking, carrying on conversation. This is one of those rains where, like, the rain's coming down so hard you can't see or hear shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You, I mean, you just step out and you're soaked. But yeah, they're all just like walking along, just like, <laughs> so anyway, that's how I lost all this weight. <laughs> it's like, you tell the best stories, man. <laughs> how was your sex life? I'd uh, say so they must be gangbangers. Whilst they'd be out on a night like this, wearing them baggy clothes. <laughs> 
<laughs> Does Jim Valentino actually know any racists? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think I'll have to say that... Um, that kudos to Jim Valentino because I don't think he does. <laughs> so, like, good for you, Jim. Yo, man, doing you be getting in my face? Don't, don't like, you, don't, don't you? Okay, like, forget about me. Like, don't you <laughs> don't, be getting in my face? Don't you be getting in my face? Uh, so, okay. Well, he said into the line, sucker. So they didn't just immediately get hostile with yeah, him. He's like, yo, man, don't you be getting in my face? And he goes. Oh, you read that line. I'm not gonna. <laughs> oh, no, now I gotta read the line. <laughs> Damn book, <laughs> fucking coward. <laughs> so, and and this 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 action scene makes no sense at all. But uh, so he just jumps down at him and like lands in, like the like the superhero pose. He's crashed down the ground, you know. And the guy's like pointing at him like Uncle Sam wants you. I mean, that clearly is like an Uncle Sam wants you. Pose. Oh yeah, he totally yeah. referenced that. Uh, and he's like, yo, man, don't you be getting in my face. And the guy goes, you'll do nothing, darky. <laughs> which which, which the, the, the line wasn't even about him doing anything. Just said, don't get in my face. So then the next thing you know is the guy who's pointing, the black guy is pointing at him. He is on, on his back, shoving his head into the ground with his knee on his back while doing a side kick to the <laughs> other guy. So how he got behind him to get on top of him to... To, uh, I like because hmm. he's facing him, but the way he's got him down on the ground, he's shoving his face down. He's on his back, and he's kicking the other guy. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. The way that hand is angled, he has to be down on his face. Right. For a minute there, I thought the way the legs were that like he pushed him down and like knocked him on his back, but not the way those hands are. So he would have to like somehow quickly gotten behind him or grabbed him, pull him to the ground, and then spun. Yeah. To get him down there. Alright, so, so you can read the next line of dialogue. Uh, set, you'll do nothing except, of course, get yourself into trouble in spades. Ha, I made a funny. Yeah, I tricked you into reading that. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's in spades. In spades, it's all like highlighted in red. <laughs> ha, I made a funny. <laughs> Oh my god, this spoogey rain is too much it's, for me. It's pretty bad. It's pretty I'm gonna have to bad. wash my hands. I feel like my fingers should have condoms on them just, <laughs> just holding this book. It's, it's horrible. These little finger caught things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Whew. then, um, so then Shadow Hawk is running and he's like, there's so much noise in the city. So many sounds to try and sift through. No one could pick out just one. Nonetheless, he has, he was enhanced in some way. I've just got to hunt and hope that I'm Hello! <laughs> That's him. It's gotta be him. So is Shadowhawk enhanced in some way? Because he is mentioned he? that I guess he, you would have to be. Um, I, I guess. I don't know. I guess I should have read more Shadowhawk. Um, yeah, I only read the first issue. Shadowhawk 2. Um, this is a Shadowhawk 2 of, the uh, Shadowhawk 2, number 2, uh, 2 of 3. So <laughs> this was just a, a 3 issue story from Shadowhawk 2. Okay. Um, anyway, that's gotta be, uh, that's him. It's gotta be. That's him. That no good son of a... Stop! Whoa! Wh- huh? He goes, you, you're Shadowhawk. <laughs> Shadowhawk, Hawk, Hawk. In, in the, the, the title font that was used for the first book, but is not the font used for the <laughs> second book because of the way it's laid out. So here, um, this guy here, he's, he's got the one guy, the one that he originally beat down. He's like holding him, and the guy's, I guess, completely unconscious. He's Just, back on his back now. Yeah. I guess he, he was beating him up. Um, 
And this guy's got these big blades, like, coming from his forearms that, that go over his hands. Yeah. Which, like, you wouldn't be able to open up a door. Right, Because right. even to grab the doorknob, the way you'd have to hold it and, like, twist, you, I mean... You'd have to move your arm in from the side to be able to do that. Right, so if I'm going to open up a door, I'm going to reach forward and grab it and twist my wrist. But you can't because the, the big hook, like, knife thing would... Jab into the door. So you'd have to, mm-hmm. right, you'd have to come, you'd have to put your arm parallel with the door to grab and twist. <laughs> so as he's holding this guy here, like, this blade check should be in this guy's chest from the way he's holding him. Yeah. And yeah. he wouldn't be able to punch him. He'd only be able to stab him. Yep. Because, uh, okay. He probably has killed all these people. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, well, I guess they, they, there's someone out there killing them, right? That's <laughs> what the, what the cop said. Um, and so, yeah. So then Shadowhawk, he goes, and you, you're the murderer who's appropriated my name. Shadowhawk punches him. But Shadowhawk said these, like, claw things that stick off the front. So when he went to punch him, he really just, like, sliced his face open, which there are no marks there. They slice his face open. Yeah. And um, and then he says, yes, I call myself Hawk's Shadow. So on top of that, you're not even original. So he didn't even call himself Shadowhawk. <laughs> So, I know you're going to have a problem with this because you sent me a picture the other day. It was like, oh, it's like, I wish I could find the guy. Ooh, yeah. Oh, if I ever found the guy, that guy, that guy. Oh, ooh, you're going to, ooh. So, why don't you take a look at panel two and tell me. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what's wrong with Comey? The lettering. Uh, lettering is really important to making your pages look professional. Um one of the worst things you can do is let your lettering bump up against uh, against your word balloon or something. Um, it, it's it's just all part of planning out your page. But whoever did the lettering on this, instead of making their word balloon an oval, it's basically shaped like a D. Like they just cut the edge off of the left side of the word balloon. And at first I thought it was because of the panel, but the upper word balloon... Is not bothered by that. Yeah, and it's a full bleed panel. And it so, comes out further than that one does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's full bleed. It goes past the safe edge. So, oh my god, that's awful. That's awful. So, so this this unoriginal guy uh, who calls himself Hawk's Shadow, <laughs> and I've taken on your sacred mission to rid our streets of vermin that, and then Shadowhawk kicks me and goes, no, our missions are not the same. I don't kill. And uh, even he says though, this, he attempts to kill the man. Right, as he punches him with these like like four inch or three or four inch claws in the front of his his, his gauntlets. There, he goes. That's the line I never cross. I won't kill him. I'll just cripple him. <laughs> <laughs> what we don't know, and you find out later, I think in Shadowhawk Four, is that he actually uh, has a really big stake in a place that makes wheelchair ramps. <laughs> so <laughs> that was Shadowhawk's secret. So, so then he punches him again with his, his claws and he draws blood, but we see no, outside the guy spitting up blood, we see like no, no cuts on his face. Yeah. Um, and then Shadowhawk, the guy, the Hawk Shadow goes, you're insane. Now I love this next panel here where you see the shadow on the wall of Shadowhawk's face where he's standing. Yeah. Um, which I, I, I don't, I don't know, whatever, but you've got, you got the red light up eyes of Shadowhawk, <laughs> which don't make any sense. Like, why are the, if it's a shadow, unless his eyes are projecting like red out, like, I don't see how that's working. Um, <laughs> and do you want to read the last, next line of the dialogue or? Hell no. <laughs> to be continued. Did you, did you hear what I 
Ah, right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.